Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is IceCreamGraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. Oh my gosh. Look at that. Wow. Look how delicious that looks. Oh my gosh. It's so juicy. Oh, I just can't. I'm like shaking inside. Hey, 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 my tribe, my people. I just, it's, it's my community. It's you are the ones that I relate to. And so, welcome to this Yup podcast. This is your host, Tom Baldwin. I know that I have been MIA missing in action. I'm behind on episodes, not only for this Yup podcast, but those of you that may follow me on my other podcasts, um, the Sanguine podcast and the Yes Women podcast. I am so delinquent because I have been working my beep off. Yes, I have. It is a season here in what we call the Gallatin Valley where I live, which includes Bozeman, Belgrade, Manhattan, and some surrounding communities. The construction industry is crazy here. You cannot find anybody to even return a phone call. And so I'm doing the best that I can to service those people who are already on, what would you call my loyalty list? They've been uh, good supporters of me throughout the years, and I have served them, creating beautiful things and beautiful spaces for them. And so I like to be faithful to that. And those of you that know me more personally or have listened, I have come up with an extra expense this year as my truck engine went. Yes, it kind of blew up. And in this current economy with all the money that's in the economy, I don't know if that's it, but it seems like prices of things have went up pretty substantially. And so the option for buying a different truck really wasn't there. So I'm choosing to spend the money to get that rebuilt. And I got this crazy idea in my head that I just wanted to pay for it all and not borrow anything or have it land. And so, yes, I have been working like a man, man. And so I've got a little behind and haven't been able to engage in those passions that I love. And one of those is communicating with you, sharing some of the knowledge that I have from most of the time making pretty freaking stupid mistakes and just trying to help you avoid the pain. And so I'm so glad to be back in front of the microphone. I hope, <laughs> although it was a rough start, that I remember how to run all this stuff because it's literally been a while. And what's really sad is I pulled the memory chip out of my soundboard and found out I have like four podcasts I haven't even processed. And so there I've been podcasts that are done that I haven't even released. And I know, shake your finger at me. Yes, shame on Tom. I'm taking it. And I'm trying to be proactive because I actually, I still have a lot of freaking work, but it's not urgent. So I'm taking a little time for myself and for you, those of you who benefit from this. And just FYI, the last podcast I did called Doing the O. Yes, I'm so excited. Man, you guys love that. Got lots of viewership. I can track some of the statistics, but the way that I have it set up, I can't, I don't really know how many of you are out there, but I know 
that <laughs> there's quite a few and that you really love that episode or you hated it and you listened to it multiple times because you wanted to punish yourself. How can you punish yourself by talking about sex and orgasm? Okay. That is, and I don't care what your belief system is. It really doesn't matter. You know, I'm a man of faith. You could say a Christian, but I, I say it's more in depth than that because I'm, I don't think the term Christian means much. But even I, you're just like, well, dude, how can you talk about that? Because sex is so important to our happiness, to our liveliness, and even to our health. So why can we not talk about it? And why should we not talk about it? We should. We should be shouting from the rooftops. And if we're having problems with that, we should be getting help because it gosh, it is like a miracle cure. And that's why so many people flock to it. And from my perspective, it gets twisted and a little perverted and perverted in the sense that the full power of it is tweaked a little bit. So maybe perversion isn't the right word because sex is an incredibly powerful tool and it just gets twisted. So it doesn't have the power, the healing power. Okay. Yes. I said healing power, the power to help with depression, the power to help with connectiveness. And so when it gets twisted, yeah, and I guess perverted is probably the right word because it is off of its original intent and it takes this kind of side route. And so Today, what I want to talk about, and you're like, Tom, is that entry related to what we're going to talk about? Because that kind of sounds like you're going to talk about oral sex. Yes, yes, that's what I'm going to talk about. And those of you that are like, oh, okay, we're probably of the same mindset. And sometimes it takes a little bit to come around to this because it can be pretty intense and different, especially if you're like maybe a germaphobe or, you know, you just, there's things like that that just kind of bother you. But let me just say that, like, when I was younger, and I this is probably an awful comparison, so actually, I'm going to take a little break because it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon here in Montana on yes, a Wednesday. And what does Tom have in the podcasting room with me? It's a glass of bourbon with some ice, and I think this is a perfect moment for me to take a break and sip it before I absolutely dig myself in an incredibly big hole, which I'm pretty good at, and those of you that listen know that. So here we go. Oh, yeah. This is not the most expensive bourbon, but it's pretty good, especially if you put it over some ice and let the ice melt a little bit. Let that water infuse. Those of you that are bourbon connoisseurs know how much a little water brings out the flavor of your bourbon. And that, <coughs> yeah. Just getting over COVID for the 20th time. No, I'm just kidding. I had it and I have amazing immunity and I've been walking around like a freaking idiot and I'm healthy as a horse. Back to the bourbon connoisseurs. Gosh, you guys, it's been so long. I've just been, I haven't been able to be this sidetracked in so long. It feels so good to go down all these rabbit trails. I've had to be so focused at work that I couldn't like, what do you say, employ my like distractiveness. And so this is really, really fun. <laughs> So bourbon drinkers, you know that a little water brings out the flavor and that you should not drink and need because even a couple of drops of water just makes it incredible. So yes, two o'clock on a Wednesday in the middle of the week, Tom's drinking bourbon while doing a podcast talking about oral sex. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How good does life get? And so those of you that as I describe it and talk about it and we don't really, well, maybe we do need to describe it in detail, you know, um, and it's especially important for men, okay, not necessarily to receive it because that's awful fun, but it's way more important for a woman in the sense that it it can really trigger a lot of wonderful things that then cascade to benefit the man also. And yes, men, yes, it's fun to have oral sex, but 
the whole thing that's portrayed in the sex industry gosh, so far from the truth. And so it's kind of hard because it has permeated probably most of our lives at some point, especially men, but even these days, women too, and the imagery around it. And I mean, seriously, the amount of acting that goes on, it's like, it's, it's pretty, for one, it's pretty poor and it's pretty pathetic. And it just doesn't portray the truth. There is a beauty of an intimate relationship and what it can bring for connectedness. And you're just like, oh, you're, you know, you're one of those Christian people and you believe in these monogamous relationships. I do, but it's actually, and this term has been so (laughs) twisted, based on really data. And the study they've done over the years of people that are truly happy and truly fulfilled are those ones that maintain monogamous relationships and maintain one or very few sexual partners throughout their lives. And they're committed to those people until there's like a natural end, like death or, you know, per se a divorce, but that's so rampant. You can get divorced for stubbing your toe on, you know, your wife's boot or something like that. I, you know, ridiculous. And that's, that's the point that I'm making there. But, you know, the data really proves that. And so finding that person and then going deep, (laughs) pun intended there, right? Going deep. Although we talked about in previous podcasts that that has nothing to do with a great, fulfilling relationship. Because if you listen to like doing the O and the previous one talking about that, you know, the O, the orgasm, you realize that those female organs will come out to meet any size and can be simulated incredibly by any size. And so it's so much more the technique and the approach. But I just want to digress because I often in this podcast talk about the health benefits and you know that I'm a fan of good bacteria and good bacteria on the skin, on the scalp, in your gut, how incredibly important that is to your health and maintaining balances and that the whole Louis Pasteur view of bacteria and germs is incredibly wrong is that we need a diverse amount of bacteria, which he would have called germs. And now there are bad ones and we even need some of those, but we need balances. And so maintaining that good bacteria is really critically important. And so when babies are born, you know, they go through that vaginal canal. And as they travel through that vaginal canal, they are smeared with their mother's bacteria. And it used to be, they think, well, you know, that's not good. We got to clean the baby off. And then the advent of C-sections and that baby didn't go through there. And the baby's ability to thrive was thoroughly compromised because it didn't get that beneficial bacteria. And so now when babies are born C-section, they make sure they do a vaginal swab and they smear that over the baby, over its face, in its mouth, you know, the whole thing. It's like a lotion and you're just kind of, some of you are just like, ooh, that sounds really good. And some of you are just like, oh my gosh, I think I'm going to vomit. Okay, no matter what your position is, science has proven that that bacteria is so good. So as you engage in this intimate relationship, which should, okay, I'm shooting you here. You're getting shooted. So just prepare. You're getting shoved a little bit. I'm shooting you into into doing something that should be part of your intimate relationship because not only is that bacteria good for the baby, it's good for you. And as you partake, yes, partake, okay, it is like a satisfying experience, okay? Now let's just cut to the nitty-gritty of this. Urine is sterile, and if you drink some of that because things get exciting and you get a mouthful, well, you just need to consider yourself 
last and just swallow that right down good for your gut sterile you're not going to get anything bad hopefully you know your wife or your significant other didn't have asparagus the night before because you may <laughs> oh boy the details we get into the details you know mis vandero said god is in the details by the way he was an architect and very modernistic and so his designs were very simple and the details were very important in this instance it's very important too because we can talk about things conceptually but the reality of it is when you get down there and things get exciting the juices will flow okay and that's a good sign because that means there's release and that means the healing process is happening for both you and the person that you're engaging with hopefully your monogamous significant other and that things are good and so not only is it your soul and your spirit are engaging together and there's communication about what's working, what's not working. You are attuning your skills of observation and and the rhythms of your significant other as you're engaging in this process and finding what works and how to tweak things a little bit to just get in what what is that zone, that rhythmic, right? And some of you are just like, say it, say it, say it. Orgasmic zone, right? The writhing, the shaking, you know, the incredible experience that's there. And so the benefit is you're also getting all that beneficial bacteria. Okay. Now let's talk about it on the other end. And, you know, I'm sure, well, I don't, it looks like my audience is, is pretty evenly split, men and women. So women are also listening to this. And women, yes, men love, you know, that whole oral experience. Yes. But do you have to go to the point of actually, you know, the ejaculation and the excretion of the semen? Now, can I tell you that the data has proved that is incredibly good for you. But as I've talked about in previous podcasts, for men to always go to that full ejaculation process takes strength from him. Now, women can have orgasms all day and it doesn't really affect them. Well, it does affect him. It's actually really good and multiple. It doesn't take any strength. But when a man continues to have that, I've often called it a muscle spasm because you should be able to engage in great, satisfying, orgasmic intimacy without that muscle spasm that squirts the little creamy stuff out, you know, that makes these wonderful children that we have around us if the time is right and the season is right. But it does come at a cost for men. And men, especially as you're getting older, you just really want to limit that, you know. And if you're over 40, especially even 50, you're going to be limiting that to once a week, even once a month, okay? That doesn't mean that you're limiting the experience. You're just not experiencing that muscle spasm. And for some of you, and I've talked about it in this in a previous podcast, without that climax, you don't feel like you've actually had intimacy. And that is just incredibly BS. And it is such an immature, uninformed, ignorant place. I'm sorry, <clears throat> but someone needs to slap you upside the head so you can make it to the next level of passion, experience, satisfaction. And so you should get to the point where you can hold that off. And it does take practice, okay? When you mess up, yeah, well, what's the worst that happened? What's going to happen anyway? Just make sure it's where you want it to go, you know? Because if you're not ready to be a dad, then make sure that you're, you're pointing it in the right direction to not have that happen. But it's good to practice. And the longer you practice, the more stamina you build. And you can 
enter and enjoy this incredible season, including the oral part of this. And it is so critical for your health and your well-being. And you're just like, I never thought about that that way. And some of you are totally grossed out. And I will. I'm going to go back and use an analogy that I I was like, I I just don't know if that's going to work. And you can just tell me, it's like, oh, no, Tom, that dropped like a ton of bricks. Not even, not even, not even close. So maybe I have two of them. And of course, you know, I'm like a fat guy trying to be skinny. And so, yes, they have to do with food and drink because that is probably my number one struggle in my life as far as things that are out of balance. Yes, I have things that are out of balance. Not a lot. I've got a lot figured out, but I have my own personal, whatever you would call them, demons. Yeah, they haunt me and they chase me. And as I run from them, they seem to find me as I'm hiding. And so, yeah, I, when Adrian and I were first married, she loved coffee. I, I never liked coffee. And she's like, well, you know, just try it. And so I began to try it. I didn't really like it. I kept drinking it. I'm not sure why, because, you know, she liked it. I wanted to share that experience with her. Now I am a coffee snob connoisseur. I absolutely love coffee. I can taste all the different notes and all the different flavors. Okay. Yes. I'm going to draw the same. I'm going to draw parallels with, yes, the oral intimacy is that, yes, it is the experience. And so you will go into this experience because you want to have a shared experience and you want to move ahead in your intimacy. And the first couple of times, honestly, for me too, I was a little overwhelmed the first couple of times I've tried it. And and so was Adrian. She's like, I mean, her response was like, oh my gosh, you know, like that's amazing. And my response is like, oh my gosh, I think I got myself into more than what I can handle here. And yeah, for, for, for a while it was kind of, yeah, it wasn't something that I enjoyed watching her, you know, be satisfied, but for myself, it wasn't necessarily pleasurable now. Yes, it's highly pleasurable and I highly look forward to it. And so it's one of those things. And in the show podcast, you know, one of my desires is that you live the most fulfilling life possible. This is a key and it's awkward to talk about. And many people don't like to talk about it. And there's probably a lot of you out there that say you shouldn't even be talking about it. And especially because you're like this kind of fat average guy, this kind of old creepy, maybe you're not like this movie star, you know, that you're like, you're all, Oh, you know, those guys should be talking about it. And I'm thinking they're probably pretty clueless other than knowing how to punch the hole and, you know, drop the thing, but they can't do a whole lot more than that unless it's scripted on a TV screen. Wow. Big judgment, Tom. Yeah, I, I know. But, you know, after knowing a lot of people and them disclosing, you know, things to me, it is those people that you see down the street that you think, oh, they probably never have sex. Truth is they're probably having some of the best sex out there and you just don't like it because it doesn't fit into your imagery in the same way I felt, but they are happy and content and incredibly in love that you almost become jealous and you should, so you can learn from them and do what they do. So in this podcast, yes, we're going to wrap it up here today. Not the longest podcast, but I wanted to follow up because I looked at the numbers and you all out there seem to have enjoyed this or you were just like, can't believe he's talking about it. I got to listen to that again. Whatever the case may be, now you know it's good for your soul, your spirit, and your microbiome. You're getting bacteria that are going to help you so much. And that's a whole other thing of why monogamy is so critical because you can pick up some bad bacteria through, let's just say, having a, having a lot of different experiences that 
may not actually be that beneficial. And so, yeah, there are things that are not just puritanical beliefs, but they are backed up by empirical data collected over the years. And so I just want to leave you with that and let you know that, yes, I have a belief system, but I'm always balancing and monitoring the data. And the data proves out, in this case, as in a lot of other cases, that it is probably the healthiest and happiest way to go if you really want to have an easy, happy, and fulfilled life. So, hey, my friends, I didn't give you any advertisements or anything. You know, I have some exciting news that's coming up. Uh, Just a a shout out to my brother, Mike. He's going to be helping me with some graphic things because I'm just so far behind and so busy I can't get to it. And he is talented. And so you uh, look for him. He's going to be, it's called Ice Cream Graphics. Pretty dang cool. I'm going to share a link in my uh, podcast description once he gets it up and published. So you can go there and you're going to be seeing some of his design talent on some of my products. So they're going to go from being lame to being cool. And uh, yeah, hey, and go out there, try something new, risk it. And just remember, you're in a sterile. It can't really hurt you drinking a little bit of it. So... <laughs> weirdo hey go out there and uh make a difference try something new why because i got you i do i got you Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.